I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder. Been on the road a lot, and it's my every intention after every trip, it's conference, training, I think those are mostly the reasons I'm I travel uh, to kind of debrief and jot down some takeaways and then share them with you. And I am not successful in doing that nearly as often as I'd like to. So hopefully make up for that today and share with you a couple of things I jotted down from the keynote I attended yesterday at Georgia Senior Living Association. I love the Georgia Senior Living Association. Um, I love state associations. I speak at a lot of them and I love the national ones too. speak at those. Georgia's got a great vibe, uh, wonderful, wonderful people, super organized and a wonderful itinerary. I wish I could get to more sessions. So these keynote speakers, Valerie Burton, she's written several books. I've got my notes here and she has... Um, yeah, like I said, several books, and she's appeared in many, many television spots, news shows, and she speaks, um, presents for very large companies that we all recognize. And the keynote was Coaching for Leaders, How to Bring Out the Best in Yourself and Others. Always a good topic. All right, here come my takeaways. Hope they help. Coaching. Coaching others is more challenging than I think we give it credit. So coaching others is not telling someone what to do. And in some cases, we need to do that, right? Um, if you're a supervisor uh, or you know, a coach in any, in a sport or uh, your theatrical coach or choreographer, you use, okay, move to the right or, oh, you got to move your bat a certain way or, oh, you hit the, you hit that key, piano key wrong. But in coaching skill set and coaching in the way that maybe we're, that I'm talking about is um, you're someone who either reports to you or you're hired to coach somebody's performance. So performance coaching, it's not really telling people what to do at all. It's helping others come to their own conclusions and decisions. Those ahas, a little bit like, a little bit like counseling. I'm sure, when you go to counseling and you have a problem, the counselor probably identify it either sooner than you or because they're sitting um, objectively at the situation and you're in the situation and could probably save us a lot of time and money by telling us what it is, but that's not going to help because we probably would push back. And until we come to those conclusions, really not going to buy in. So her a uh, couple of her pieces of advice, coaching. Okay, start every coaching session or meeting or conversation with an agenda. So the objective for this conversation, or if it's a an issue clear, or you you know you have a conflict 
or problem you want solved with another person that you want to start with sort of the agenda, the objective. So by the end of the conversation or by the end of the session, your, your objective is that they take away blank or you take away blank or that there come there, there is an agreement to whatever, whatever the topic is. Explore, ask, reflect. I say don't jump to solve. Well, I say that because it was taught that. Don't jump to solve in solutions. You know, we're very solutions oriented and just telling somebody what to do. In sales, you know, in senior living sales, somebody's fallen, we tell them about their fall prevention. Someone doesn't drive, we tell them about, you know, our wonderful transportation service. Someone doesn't cook, someone's lonely. We're solving, solving, solving. And it makes logical sense. And if it was all based on logic, everyone would move in, right? Until people come to their own conclusions. So explore, ask, reflect, so that they find answers themselves. Ask curiosity, be curious. Don't, don't jump to judgment or assume when someone says something or reacts in a certain way that you know why they're reacting in that way. So lean in with curiosity. I'm adding that one in. She is oh, committing to action is her third one. Commit to an action. What are you going to do? What are they going to do? And then until you meet again or until you schedule time to meet again or until you follow up and then follow up, follow up, follow up and follow through. How is that going? Was that done? If it's a one and done thing, what's the progress? What impact has it made? What challenges have arisen? And another thing she is saying is that positive emotion is a success strategy. She says that happiness causes success. Success doesn't cause happiness. For a second it does, or a moment in time. But then we yeah, we go back to our baseline. Like, I'll be happy if, or I'll be happy when I hit this number, or you know, I get this much money in the bank, or I, uh, this number on the scale, or this number of occupancy, or all of my positions are filled, or I have a perfect survey. And those are great goals, but happiness doesn't, it's not a reset in your happiness to reach those things or to get those things. It's the, it's the, reverse and we're not happy all the time but we can work on putting ourselves in a more positive state positive emotion is a success story what is your own she says we need to hear three positive messages to override a negative one i've heard that's even more you need to hear seven or eight to overcome or override a negative a negative, that negative comment or negative, or that that loss weighs heavier than the win. And just being aware of those things so that we're not fixated and we can redirect to more positive state and use the, the losses, uh, the failures, if you will, as learning opportunities or yeah, learning opportunities, growth opportunities. As she says, use challenges and uncertainty for growth. 
challenges and uncertainty for growth. And then lastly, well, there's always so much, but lastly, she reinforces, it's not what happens, it's how you process what happens. So it's not what happens, it's how you process it. I would also say how you react to it. And that's, that's challenging, how we react. And so if something happens, you, and we go, what? That's crazy. Why would they say that? Or assume that that happened or that person said that or they did it because of a, you know, a catalyst that we've created in our mind. Oh, well, they didn't call us because they're mad or, well, she did that because, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm her least priority or she wanted me to have to do more work. What was she thinking? And we get really upset about things that we either created or don't know or things that we may not really know or because we um, perceived or assumed the state of the other person. So it's, gosh, you know, it's a, it's a lot. That's probably a great podcast in and of itself. Um, if you are an expert in this area, reach out, please. I'd love to chat with you. And then she left us with this. I'll leave it with you guys. Five years down the road. Ooh, five years down the road. What will you wish you'd have done? Your work, your health, your finances, personal relationships, five years down the road. If you'd like more information about Grow Your Occupancy, how we can support you, your company, your team, we're in Q4 of 2023 as I, as I record this podcast. So there's a lot to get done uh, before we turn the calendar. GrowYourOccupancy.com. Please reach out. And I look forward to speaking with you again.